Oh, hey, can I carry those for you? Wow, thanks. Hey, I saw that. You helped the guy in the wheelchair take his groceries to the car, always showing your good side. Know how else you could help him? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because he also relies on plasma-based medicines. By donating at Griffles Plasma, you make it possible for patients to live their best lives. And that feels really good. Hey, thanks again. No problem. Become a Griffles Plasma donor, and you can receive up to $800 this month. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure I have the opportunity of introducing a very special guest, Reverend Rena A. Gonzalez. A little background. Yes, I'm a psychic. And yes, I love reading people. And I enjoy giving guidance to anyone who seeks me, giving them advice or suggestions. The flip side of that, I'm human like everyone else. And with all the uncertainty of the last few years, I like to call and speak to psychics and get my own guidance and advice from them. And I've had the opportunity of meeting amazing psychics in my time. My best friend's a psychic. A lot of people I connect with are intuitive and are psychic. But when I met Rena, I felt the need to bring her on the show because I, I can just see talent and I can see perspective. And I knew she was somebody I wanted to share with our audience. So now let me get into the background of who Rena is. I met Rena as a client 
and she's given me numerous readings over the years. And I'm excited to have her on the show because one of the things I like to do with my show is to highlight notable people. Those people who are living their own spiritual path and connect and touch so many lives. They're unsung, they're unsung heroes. People don't really know about these people unless you're directly in contact. And I'm telling you, when I met Rena, she enriched my life in many ways. Into a little about Rena's background. You'll see when I get her on the show, but she has a very soothing energy. Can anyone she reads? And Rena blew me away. My grandmother always talked about what's called bedside manner. And I believe psychics, just like doctors and lawyers and anyone else, has to have a certain level of a bedside manner in order to connect with their clients. Rena's bedside manner is amazing. She's extremely relatable, approachable, and her accuracy and specificity blew my mind when I experienced it. So more about Rena. Let's just talk about this. Originally hailing from Cuba, Rena migrated to the United States at a very young age. She now resides in Orlando, where she has a private practice as a spiritual advisor to people from all walks of life. She's also a local spiritual teacher who loves to share her knowledge with others in various topics such as awakening the goddess within, the universal laws, how to discover your spirituality, reclaiming your spirituality, and the contract of the, which actually inspired a book that Rena wrote in 2008. Rena has an extensive background regarding holistic healing, and I'm excited to have her just come on and talk about her background and experience and her journey. And so her feelings, and her knowledge are going to be something I believe that's going to enrich a lot of us. And so it's a great pleasure that I welcome Rena Gonzalez to the show. Welcome Thank to the you show, very Rena. much. How are you? Thank you so much. And uh, w- mean, w- welcome to the reader, to the uh, listeners. <laughs> I just want you to say, Rena, me you, such know, a great, you, have, you have given me such grace that now I have to live up to it. <laughs> you will very easily. I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> it was share very sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah, no. Share with our audience just for 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 you know smiles and grins. Share with our audience what you find your spiritual path has been like in your lifetime. In your lifetime. Uh, from amazement when I was a child to um, rebellious when I had to do the work and I didn't want to. Uh, to finally come full terms, full you know, full circle, and say, okay, I'll sur- I surrender. The surrender was not easy, but I am glad I did it. In more ways wow. than one, yeah, in more ways than one. Uh, I, the book that I told you about uh, that got lost, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to recoup it. Um, uh, with the computer crash, it's basically talking about the miracles in my life, one after the other, one after the other. And what what made it real for me, needing to share that, was that uh, there are many people who don't see the blessings in, in in their lives. And we all have blessings and we all have miracles. We are the miracle and we are the miracle maker. Without us, there is nothing that can happen. We are very important, very important for the world and for ourselves to share, you know, so sharing my story with people is uh, that is the culmination of my life, really. A miracle is, according to Kabbalah, is something outside the realms of all possibility. And we do cross that line. 
We all, on a constant basis, we just don't realize it. And the littlest thing, what people call, call problems, is really a miracle in disguise. All we have to do is look at it. <laughs> yes. It's true. You, you, you look at it and you oh, is that why it happened? Yeah, that's why it happened. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we're I blessed. You say that. I love what you're saying because your message is so positive. The only reason I laugh at that is I think to myself, how many times I say that to myself, when I deal with a trying situation, I'll say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I know I am. But I want to ask you this. For for our audience listening to this right now, let's say there's somebody who's never listened to my show before and they're tuning in and they're not really spiritually connected. And they're hearing us talk about, you know, the amazement of miracles in our lives and how you've, I mean, you're a miracle to many people. I want to ask you, what would you say to somebody like that who's who's a skeptic, who's never been to a psychic, never seen value to psychics? The only experience they have with psychics are, you know, the bad stories they see on the news or Miss Cleo or some type of anecdote <laughs> about that. <laughs> what do you what do you say to someone who like who's like that and, and to try to give them some positive information about what psychics or intuitives can really do for somebody based on your personal Okay, uh, I'll tell you. Okay, first of all, life is simple, extremely simple. To stay alive, we need two things: drink water and breathe. If you have that. You've got everything. Everything else is an added bonus that you have to work for and work it the proper way. If you have something in your life that you don't like, it's because you, you, you made it. You, with your thought, you constructed it. With your mind, with your words, you, you, you manifested it. So if you don't like something, look at what you think and look at what you, what you say. And that's right there for starters. But above all is this. We are souls having a physical experience. We are here by choice. We wanted to come. And we selected everything that we have experienced. When you get to a point where you see that more or less you have accumulated certain minus and pluses and the pluses are more than your minuses, then you can say, okay, I want to redo my contract now. But until then, you're going to keep on doing the same lesson repeatedly because you haven't learned it. Everything that happens is a lesson. Nothing more than that. And if you listen to the, the I mean, everybody hears a voice in our, in, in, in our minds. Everybody has a voice. That voice can either be your ego or your soul. The difference between the two is very simple. Have you ever had a uh, a moment where you're walking down a, a, a walking down a street and fresh air hits you in the face and it's so refreshing? Oh yeah. Okay, that's the soul. Usually in the morning. Okay, that's the soul. <laughs> soul is talking to you. Wow. An angel is talking to okay. you. That's it. That's what it is. Have you ever had a nagging sensation and you want to kill three or you want to have a fight with two? That's ego. Wow. A, a, lot, a lot of people talk about they believe in the Bible and they go by the Bible. I am not going to criticize anybody on what they do or how they do it. But the fights and the wars fought in the uh, battles in, in the Bible are not with an outer. It's an inner. It's our inner struggle to survive, to understand, to comprehend that we are divine. It is very difficult. I think that our biggest problem, humanity, is that we are afraid of how much we shine. 
And since we shine and we don't know how to deal with it, we simply ignore our brilliance and become stupid. And I'm <laughs> the first one that can tell you that I was stupid many years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You're I, laughing, but, I it's, love that. but it's true. I, I, I laugh because I can connect and relate to that. I could say I've had stupid moments in my life. Ones that oh, I'm not so proud about where my ego gets there in the you way. Go. <laughs> right? The good where thing I get is that you realize. On, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. listen. A couple of the readings you had with me, you helped me see that firsthand. You, you showed me, hey, Jason, look. Get your ego out of the way. Put your ego hat and check it on. The, put, you do it in such a subtle, calm way. You're reassuring and you're like, Jason, take that ego hat off and think of it more like this. And the way you do that and the way you tie it together, I find that that's such a unique way of, of weaving your answers when you give advice to somebody. And I wanted to see if you could share. I know you're doing that during our interview today. But I wanted to see if you could kind of share some insight. And what is it like when you give a reading to somebody and you sense that they're just not getting what you're trying to say to them, but you know the universe wants them to know a certain message, and you have to deliver in a way where you know it's needing to be said, but you do it in a way that balances all competing aspects of it. How do you, it, how do it, you share it, that it, with the audience? Because that's a skill It thing. depends entirely upon the, the person receiving the message. I've had, uh, for, many, for many years, what I heard from my family members was that I was too harsh in my delivery. And when I was given a, and not spiritual, just talking to them, you're very harsh. And since I had heard that for so many years, I true, truly believed that I was harsh. To make a long story short, I had a lady come to me here, God, 10 years ago, easily. And I felt when she left, I felt that I had been harsh, going back to what, what was ingrained by my family members, what I, I, I overheard so many times that I was harsh. And I waited for her to get home, and this is what happened. I picked up the phone and I dialed her number. It didn't ring. She was dialing me. As, as she got home, she picked up the phone and did exactly what I did. And I said, I'm so glad you're home. I needed to apologize. She says, why? I said, because I was harsh. She says, no, I needed to hear what you said, and I thank you. That's why I was calling you. So you never know. You never know. Here I was thinking I was wrong, and the person, what she heard was exactly what she needed. From that day, I have never hesitated in saying what comes in, because I, I don't know what's right for that person or not, but my guides do. And when they are stern, it's because they need to hear what their actions are not as pure as they might think. Okay? Uh, something okay. else that humanity thinks is that we're nice people. No, we're not. We're selfish. We're <laughs> self-centered. We're selfish. We have so many faults, but we think we're perfect. And that's our downfall. If you see yourself oh, yeah. as imperfect and as trying to be the better person, I, I want to be tomorrow better than I was today. And the day after, better than I was yesterday. That's my outlook. Whatever it is that I need to learn, I want to learn it. And, and it works. It works because I feel good about what I've done. There are times, and I'll be honest, there are times that people come, uh, ask me questions that I, I have to bite my tongue. I truly have to bite my tongue. And sometimes I just can't, I just can't do it and I just let it out. The, and I even advise them, don't call me again. I will not take your call. Because oh, if wow. you are, <laughs> because if you're going to be stupid in your life, 
I am so sorry, I have no room for you. You're a soul having a physical experience. You're a bright light. How can you act stupid? How can you be so stupid at so many years? I mean, <laughs> no, you you can't. That's That to me is a sin. That to me is sinful. You can't do that and get away with it. You know, the question that I ask is, how is your life? Is it good? Nothing needs to be changed? Oh, if not, then you're perfect, wonderful. Why are you calling me? <laughs> you know what I thought of? So not, not, ev- not everybody likes my, my – there are people who, who are indign- – uh, they're indignified. They're mad at how I've answered. And I just have to say, I'm sorry if you didn't like it, but I had to say it. Somebody has to say it. Uh, and if that is the reason why God put them in, the, in, my, in, in my morning, uh, you know, delight, well, they got what they deserved. I am not here to contemplate, uh, to give people the answer they seek. I am here to tell people what they need to hear. And if they don't like it, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for you because I'm going to tell you anyways. And that's basically it. I I go by that. I go. If I am being rude, let them tell me I'm being rude. And funny enough, when I'm when I'm say when I when I stick to God's plan, not my plan, God's plan, and I say what I need to say. In your case, you thought I was being nice. I thought I was being stern. So you heard what you <laughs> needed to hear. You you oh, follow? Yeah. I thought I was being yeah, stern, you- but. Okay, but you 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 saw you you heard your soul heard what needed to hear because I do speak exactly. to the soul. I don't speak to ego. I go directly to the soul. I wake that soul up, and if the soul is awakened, in your case, which it is, that's it. We work together. But if you're gonna come on and and, and, and with ego, what do you see for my future? Oh my God, please don't. I mean, <laughs> don't they? Is, don't is, don't you have another question that will be more? More in tune. I love, I love people who ask you, I misplaced my favorite stuffed animal. Can you tell me where it is? And they're like 40 years old. You're thinking to yourself, really? You're going to ask me to find your favorite stuffed animal? You, like, you're it, spending it goes, money it, on it that. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it coincides <laughs> with what you just said, stupid people. And I was laughing because I thought of the Forrest Gump quote. My, my friends from college got me a T-shirt back in college. Stupid is, a stupid does. And that Correct. always resonates with me as a funny thing because stupid is a stupid does. If people are that, stupid and they're not going to be able to be connecting with themselves spiritually, it's kind of like you're like, hey, I can only do so much. If you're not going to let me help you, then get out of the way or help yourself. They, okay, that, 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 it, that's exactly what it is. It, it, uh, my time is too precious to be wasting. Uh, uh, have, okay, uh, um, there is a great sage who used to uh, uh, have little pebbles in his hands. And when one of his students was acting, not acting, was in the mind, and not listening to what he was saying, he would throw a pebble. And the student would jump, just, if you're not going to listen, leave. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Wake you up. <laughs> you know and that's exactly how I feel. If you're not going to do anything with your life, and then you're going to criticize somebody else because they did witchcraft on you, oh, please spare me. That's not the way it works. It's like, it's like be protective of your own self, have self-love, take accountability it, for it, your actions. Exactly. Be honest you with are. yourself. Be honest with be yourself honest. and tell, you tell yourself, I am a screw-up and I need to change. That's it. That's all I it takes. That. Yeah, I I I make mistakes. We all do, but we can figure it out not to make so many of them, especially repeat them over and over again. 
I've the definition of, of insanity years. is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And repeating it and not and not changing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and everybody's against me. No, no, no. You're your own worst enemy. Nobody can do that for you. But they, they don't, people don't see that or they don't want to see that. But that's basically, life is simple. It really, truly, truly is. Uh, um, tell you what, since I changed, life has changed. Gee, what happened? Because I had a lousy life until I did. But I came well, to the understanding change. that I was in my way. How so? That's the only How did difference. You like, well, from you personally, uh, uh, like, what was it that you changed in your life? If you could share that what, with What <laughs> obedience? If I'm here, if, if you are here to do something specifically in the name of God for humanity, and you don't want to do it because, in my case, I didn't think I was worthy, number one. Number two, why? Why am I so special? Why this? Why that? So many questions I had no answers to. Uh, it, it was a lot easier not to do it in the sense of I, I don't have to do this or do one. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, at the beginning. I was 34, 34, 35 years old. I would do my, okay. my 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 prayers at night, and one night as I was doing my prayers, it was an early seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm told explicitly. Call so-and-so and tell her this, 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 and this. I'm not going to do that. You have to. No, <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> well, tell you what. It, by, ten, by 9 o'clock, I decided that I had enough of the echo, and I said, okay, I'm getting up, and I'm going to tell her. This girl, we were coworkers. I knew her family, and she knew mine. Okay? I called her and okay. thanked the Lord. She answered, and I said, Sweetie, she knew I was spiritual, but I had never uh, uh, done a, a reading for her or anything like that. I said, I have a message for you, and I, before I give it to you, I would like to apologize for having to give you this message. But I was told to tell you blah, 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 blah. She says, I thought something like that was happening. I said, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> to make a long story short. And this is one of those that shocked me, shocked me totally. I was told to tell her, tell her that her mother and her husband are having an affair. Wow. And it was, she, she figured that it was, and she found out, and it was. So, but imagine being 30-something years old and being told, I mean, this is, you know, my, my life had, I can't do that. How can I do it? Say it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> speak your yeah. truth speak, speak your truth, truth. And, and be comfortable speak with it right? the be truth whatever the truth, the truth is it. don't don't hold it just say it that's it she was very understanding she was very nice we were friends for years okay then after that many other things happened but but in her case i remember it distinctively because i refused for hours and i couldn't finish my 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 prayers because they insisted you have to get up and tell her and of course it helped her tremendously because she was feeling that it was her that she was doing something wrong no it was a total betrayal total betrayal wow and yeah so with that in mind, okay, uh, uh, whatever it is that you hear, whatever you're told to do, don't analyze it. Just do it. Just say it. 
because I I was more in at that time I was more in the what are people gonna think about me when I say that that's where I was that's the ego that I had it didn't let me progress spiritually because of that so how long did after it take you, you come to get past that you have to it's not it's not yours it's not personal and that's where I was so anybody that tells me mm-hmm. because of this I've been there I've done that. And unless unless you let it go and rationalize it the way it's supposed to be, you will be held back. You're not going to grow spiritually, not the way you want to. But what That's was holding me back from doing what I was here, what I came to do, was my ego. Who else? Who else can? All, all you need for for uh, to have a an argument with somebody else is have an ego. That's it. <laughs> and be inflexible. Be inflexible. Be unable Com- to move from your completely. point of view, right? And have Com- no empathy. Com- yeah. I know. Uh, and the other one mm-hmm. is, I know what I'm doing. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> I had no clue. I was clueless completely. But a lot of people think that they know what they're doing. Uh, I'm here to say that I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. Nor did I, oh. I really. And another thing that kept me from doing it was being Cuban I didn't want people to think that I did witchcraft or that I did this and did that, and 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 it was embarrassing. And then time, and I'm talking about eight years ago, a little okay. more, even even maybe more than that. I had the opportunity of going to Puerto Rico for seven months. I would go from either ten days to two three weeks, depending on how many people I was going to see. And we did blessings to the land. We did. Uh, we created a, a non-for-profit for uh, homeless in, in Puerto Rico. We uh, did charity work. Uh, I, uh, blessings. Uh, um, okay. Uh, readings, healings, and basically. Yeah, no, it was it was it was powerful. Created many many good friends, and basically when I went down there, too much to my amazement. And that's why I say, if you have a good uh, if you have a good uh, uh, entourage spiritually, don't uh, you're never alone ever. And good spirit family. I pardon me. I call it good spirit family when you have spirit people, yeah. spiritual people in your life that you can connect with and trust one another and it's not like you got to worry about being petty with each other everyone's enlightened no on some level absolutely not absolutely not but in this case in puerto rico two they were puerto ricans who lived in new york and they had a botanica which sells all the products of all the bushcraft and all this and all that and one of them he was very ill extremely ill and he said to me, "Heal me." And I looked at him and I said, "I'll heal you with one with one uh, uh, caveat." He says, "What?" I said, "Stop doing what you're doing to the people, lying to them and telling them that this is true when it is not. If you do that, I'll heal you. If not, I won't." The, the man was six feet and he crumbled. And here wow. I am thinking that people were going to think that I did that. And you never know what God has in store for you. You never know what's in store, but if you trust in God, he will deliver you, and he will put you in the places for you to say what he wants to people to hear, and you're going to talk. 
There's no doubt in my mind about that. Uh, I think 100% I agree with you on all of that. It's so funny, as we were just talking about that, I believe heavily in synchronicity, angel numbers. As you were saying, that very important piece of information, it said we had 33 minutes and 33 seconds left. So 3333 came through as you were talking. Oh, my like, God. I believe I believe in that so much. You know, I pick up on all those subtle signs that a lot of people are like, what are you reading? What are you looking at? And I'm like, the yeah. universe is speaking those, to me. Those are signs. Numbers those, are are, those are angelic yeah. numbers. Angelic numbers. you were just speaking truth. You were just speaking truth in the things you had to say and that that's being validated. When I give readings to people, if I say something and it's like three 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 two 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 whatever, I'm always like, that's the universe telling me that what I'm telling you right now, pay attention to. <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, I, I want to ask you something. What are the universal laws that you feel exist in the spiritual world that you've gotten to see Cause firsthand and as an intuitive? Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. What you create. And can you explain that? <laughs> okay. Cause. Okay. First of all, God is the cause of all things. He's the seed. He okay. is the cause of all causes. That's the name of my book, by the way, The Seed, The Cause of All Causes. If I ever get it back, I'm... <laughs> You will. To publish it. You will. I will. Thank I you, you will. very much. I will. Okay. Uh, let me give you this, for instance, or this, okay, Adam. Adam is a code name for humanity. We are all parts of Adam. We are fragmented parts of Adam, meaning by logic and by reasoning, humanity is fragmented from the beginning. So we have to reconstruct ourselves. The not knowing this or not understanding this is what has taken us millions of years. God said in his uh, ten, ten, uh, uh, in ten Commandments, which they are not commandments, but nonetheless let's call them what everybody calls them, commandments. He said, do not misunderstand me. What was the first thing humanity did? Misunderstand. We're still misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we're still misunderstanding. We don't, uh, we don't ask enough questions. Not of you and of me, of yourself. Speak to your soul. Speak to your guides. Speak to your angels. They're all about you. What am I here for? What am I here to do? Maybe you won't get an answer right away. Probably not if you don't, you don't you do it regularly. But as you do it, and the more that you do it, the answer is going to come like, oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Do it. It's some, something else that I, I heard of recently, and it's simple. I like simplicity. I truly do. I like simplicity. It is simple and to the point. Our soul already shines. We are not here to labor to have our soul shine. That's ego in the invert. Okay, it's hiding. Our soul already has all the light it needs. She wants to give us her light. We are not allowing her to give us, to give, to get her light. Our job is to listen to the know that the mind tells you and your body tells you, which is ego. No. Ego consciousness. Anytime you hear a no in your mind, don't do that. You, you're thought of doing something and you don't want to do it. 
and all of a sudden that no comes in and you go, okay, I'm going against it right now. When you, as you go against that no and you do what it is that came to mind, you're breaking through. You're taking the veils out so you can, so your soul can give you the light you need. The body. How many of us doing exercises, we can't get to the last one because oh, I'm going to break something. No, no, that's the one you have to do. To break, yeah, you're going to break through something. You're going to break through the darkness. Go over there. Do it. If we did that, knowing that, and by the way, not a listener can say that they don't hear that no because that is ego at work. And ego has, not only that, he's, he's there for a reason. Ego is our opponent. Have you ever played a game without somebody playing against you? That would be boring, huh? <laughs> no. Okay, that's what he's there for. Exactly. You, you, you need to have a challenge. You, you need to want to win. Life is the same. You need to know the rules of the game of life and play it accordingly. That's it. The day you figure it out and the day you find out and you live by those rules, everything will be absolutely where it needs to be. And and everything happens in divine order. There's no mistake in that. Any ups and downs that people have in their life is because they're going against their own nature. That's it. Another thing that I truly believe in, nothing that happens, happens by coincidence. And we are not a coincidence. People that tell me that, they were not loved in their childhood, and their parents probably, you know, had a, a, a mistake, and that's the reason that they were born. No. No, they were supposed to be born. And if they had the complex that they're not loved, then love yourself enough and figure it out and get out of that hole that you dug yourself in. Because pity, pity party, to me, they're, they're <laughs> vampires of energy. You're sucking everybody dry. Just get out of that. We don't need yeah. Yeah, no, we don't need no that nobody party. should, nobody that should be in that state. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, me, poor me, that's their, that's their calling card. This is what happened to me. Yeah, everybody goes through trouble. Nobody <laughs> nobody ever came here thinking that this was going to be a free ride. There, there's that's not true. a one of us. Not This is not a free ride. You have to work for what, as a matter of fact, have you ever met anybody who has everything and is unhappy? I've seen people who have been very wealthy and they're unhappy with themselves because they can't fix what's inside themselves. Okay. Let me give you another version of that. The reason they're unhappy is because they have not earned the energy. Therefore, they don't enjoy the energy. They don't enjoy the blessings. They haven't worked for it. It was given to them. And they still get they, – they enjoy getting things for free. We're having people do things for them that they should be doing. That's why it's – it's called bread of shame. You're a sh- How many people suffer from shame? That's where it's at. You're not working for your energy. You're basically a bump on the log there. The, the universe doesn't bless me. Well, bless the universe, and you'd be surprised it'll bless you. Exactly. I agree with that. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's the other way around. It, okay, let me, let me give you this one. All right. Okay, our sight. It's backwards, is it not? Doesn't hmm. the eye have Meaning to that, turn everything around yeah, for us to see it? Correct. Okay. It's a lens. So if our yeah. sight is backwards, why do we trust our sight? To say, oh, no, that's what happened. 
That's what, no, it didn't. That's not what happened. That's what you think it happened. How many people don't say, oh, that's what I saw it. Okay, you trust it. Good for you. Do it. <laughs> that's because our reality is what we create it to be, right? And some of us don't understand that what we create is so important to manifest. So you got to have the right approach on how you manifest your reality for it to be. You manifest your reality by meditating on what you want. And, okay, it's like soup. Have you not ever smelled soup when it's ready? I love it. Yeah. Great smell, great uh, okay, taste. go by the smell. Great memory. Go. The smell, our, our, our fingernails, our nails, I should say, and our smell are the only two things that when the, uh, the vessel atom fragmented was not destroyed. Everything else that we have is, is part of, it needs to be fixed, it needs to be corrected, even our ears. The nails and the nose are the only two things that remain the same in humanity since that time. Everything else Everything else away. changes. Completely. Completely. The body so, changes every seven years, doesn't it? Completely changes. Exactly. Every seven all all your organs. Everything. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. With the, so uh, the evolution of man, we have uh, become... Uh, I think it's detached. It's detached from, from our from our spiritual reality. It is very hard to speak to people about spirituality unless they are thirsty for it, unless they want to search for it, unless they they you, they really appreciate having it, okay? Or knowing about it. You, Other people are afraid of point. it. Yeah. You know what? I wanted to ask you about this because I'm glad you, you kinda of segued into this topic, but how do you believe we could discover in our audience, let's say there's people, I have people in my life that are like this. They don't, they don't believe in the spiritual side of things because it's never been imparted on them or they haven't had a spiritual experience that they paid attention to to let them feel the, the real ramifications of what spirituality is all about. And I want to ask you, for anyone like that who's never really understood spirituality, what would, what would you recommend to them about how they can okay. discover their own spirituality? Those people, and we have them in our family, uh, everybody does. Mm-hmm. Those people are here as teachers for us, um, and we uh, we're teachers. We're in the business. Humanity is in the business of relationship. We have a relationship with everything and everyone. Supposedly, that's what the way it should be. When you have somebody who doesn't need spirituality, it's because they already have done it in previous lifetime. They already perfected their vessel. The reason they're here is to give you an insight, is to give you an approach, a different approach on life, uh, something soothing. They don't, they, those people, in my, in my experience, they don't criticize anything. They are above board with everything. They don't have a religion. They don't practice anything, but they're carefree, and they're happy, and they're prosperous. They've already done it. That's what that is. How do you compare that to someone who struggles with spirituality in this lifetime? What then, do you think no, that? they're stuck. What do you think the- then, okay. Then, then they're, they're stuck. Uh, they're stuck in either fear, fear most of all, or they hurt something when there's a trauma. Uh, when you're a child, they, when you're a child or when they are a ch- a children, they hurt something, they misunderstood it, and it's it's ever ringing in their ears. Don't get close to that. Like, don't go close to the to the to the fire. You're gonna get burned. 
It's a trauma. Yeah. The uh, science, the scientific community, it's very hard for them to speak. Highly intelligent individual, people who have studied uh, for years, doctors, and uh, it's very hard to speak to them about spirituality because they just don't get it. They rely on facts. That's it. That's where they're at. They're facts. It's not right, wrong, or indifferent. It's the life the individual chose to experience life. That's all it is. Try trying to make somebody believe in what you believe. It's a total loss of time. That's the beauty of it. If you have some somebody that's different than you, then perfect. Exchange energy and become good friends and learn from each other. And if they're supposed to be doing something spiritually, they will. And if they don't, they weren't supposed to. That's it. It's it's not a right or a wrong. It's doing what you're here to do, whatever that is. Okay, uh, you've heard of Chef Jose, right, on TV? All the, all the good things that he does with his restaurants and all the uh, millions yeah. of meals that he has done. That man is spiritual to the T. I mean, he, he is doing the work. I, I don't know. I don't know him personally, but I've never heard him say God or speak about God. And I've heard him Spanish and in English. He has never said that word. I don't know that he's spiritual. I don't know. He's but he sure as heck I would say he's a acts like it. He acts like it, doesn't he? He's doing the work. Would you say he's a light worker? He's like a light worker. He brings light Completely. to darkness. So Completely. He, he so might not even know that worker. he is. Yeah. This is the comical thing. He might not even know. It's an automatic. This is God gave him what God gave him because look at what he's doing. That's what it is. It's right. about consciousness. If you want to have a million dollars and your consciousness is $10, you're not going to get to where you want to go. So change your consciousness. <laughs> Yeah, Change your paradigm. you're only going to get the How 10 bucks. That's it. I'll ask you this. How would our audience, if they wanted to reach out to you, how would they find you? What, would, what, what information would you give them to find you? Well, if my phone number. Or... Yeah, my phone okay. number. If you, if, would you like to share that on our show or I could put that in the program? Absolutely. Uh, why not? Yes. What's 407. Your, what's, okay. 407. Uh-huh. 898-0975. Okay. And that way and they can email me. All these topics with Okay. And they right. can email me at Rena, R-I-N-A, G as in George, L as in Larry, E as in Z, uh, E as in elephant and Z as in zebra, at yahoo.com. Could you repeat that for me? <laughs> I'm going to repeat it back to you. Ready? I was writing this Good. down as you said it. R-I-N-A-G-L-E-Z at yahoo.com is your email address. That's it. That's it. Just you know, your say that they, they were listening to your show, and yeah, we'll get together and we'll yeah. do whatever. I'm in Orlando. Right. Anybody listening from the Orlando area would love to, to you know, they can come to my house, and we can, we can talk about what it is that uh, they need and take it from there. Rena, I got to tell you something. I, I did not know you were in Orlando until we connected to do the episode. I was like, oh, my I God, know. you're only an hour from me? You're I an know. hour away from Tampa. We're definitely <laughs> going to link up at some point in the future. I know uh, we are. For sure. I know. Absolutely. Let, let me ask you this. 
I've known you as a spiritual person since I've talked to you, right? You've always given me great advice. You consult with a lot of people on a spiritual level. I'm going to peel back the onion for a minute, and I'm going to ask you to share with our audience something about yourself that has nothing to do with you being spiritual, but would be very unique to share with our audience that you've never shared publicly about yourself. And I'll go first if you'd like to make this easy. Okay, go ahead. I, I shared this in a prior show, so it's not like I'm really sharing it for new, but I'm using it as an example. I have always been a World War II buff. My grandfather fought in World War II in the European theater, and from the time I was five years old till the time as of last night, if there's a World War II documentary on, I watch it like religiously, like it, I was there in a past life. I feel connected mm-hmm. to it. I'm a nerd about it. I'm a buff about it. It's just what I love, right? So the average person my age probably doesn't watch World War II shows. And people 20 years younger than me, I'm 45, probably say, what are you doing? But for me, that's just something I like to do. It's, it's, a, it's a unique thing about me. So with that said, I didn't know if you have something unique about yourself that you'd like to share with our audience that none of us know about. Uh, I, yeah, well, I love history. Anything to do with the Victorian age uh, uh, era, I love it. Uh, every time I see anything like that, I feel that I'm there. I feel that I live there. I feel that I I know some. Uh, I've never been to to England, and yet I see uh, certain parts, and I go, I've been there. I've never gone into it. I've never looked into it. Another thing was, uh, I w- in my family, I was called the Jew of the family. With no, I, there's not a mal a, a, a cent. And okay. But I, the word Jew to me is not bad. As a matter of fact, I call myself a Jew band, a Cuban Jew. I'm not Jewish. Okay. I was raised in the Catholic religion, and uh, doing the first communion took me up to when I was almost eight years old because I refused to do it, and the teacher would throw me out of the class because I always asked questions. So by coincidence, I, I, I did it. Um, but I was always I, – I, the Jewish traditions, without knowing anything about it, uh, called out to me. Uh, uh, it isn't that I'm st- stingy with money; is that I know how to work with money. Since I very very young age, uh, I, I, to me, money is an energy. It's a femi- feminine yeah. energy that is to be worked with and and when be you, in harmony with. It's not to yeah. throw it away or anything like that. When but you, nonetheless, when, when yeah, I came when into Cavalanca. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. What was that? I was going to say, when you brought up Jewish, one of the things I always like to share is I come from Jewish roots because my great-grandmother on my mom's side was Jewish. And Hmm. even though I I went through Catholicism myself, I connect with a lot of the Jewish tenets because I think – Completely. Completely. How cool would would it be if we could could take and peel back the onion of spirituality and religion and see all the concepts and principles of how uniformly alike – Everything is. They are. Ways. Completely. They're more similar completely. than not, right? I mean, so I, and it's just, that's just a side thing I wanted to share with you. But go right ahead. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, we've got to talk about that because in reality, from Abraham, is that the three main religions were born from him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so yeah, everything is the same. We just call it differently. And we become passionate about something. And we become, uh, oh, my God, indoctrinated. And that's what brings us down as a whole if we just looked at it for what it is which is peace harmony tranquility we would my god imagine where we would be anyway when i got when kabbalah found me and we'll talk about that some other time but kabbalah found me i wasn't looking for kabbalah 
when I started studying it, I said, oh, my God, I've been here. I've done this. And it was like as when I fell asleep, I would dream with the letters, and they would be like blessing me and, and all in, in fire. I, it, it was incredible. And I said, my God, could I have a Jewish soul? Well, guess what? My son, the doctor, he put me in 23 and me. And yeah, I've got <laughs> I got you like my roots are Jewish. That. How about that? That's and so cool. I didn't know. I found out at, at seventy two. And you felt it when you first were exposed. When to it. I see that's your body the moment, telling. The mo- my father was a jeweler. Jewelers okay. and Jew go together. My father was not. I, my father was Cuban. You know, period. I don't know much about. I don't know much about that kind of stuff because there's like I know that there's things that people will generalize, and I always say, at least for my show, I don't generalize on things. But I understand what you're saying with what you're trying to say. But I think with everything that you have, your broad spectrum of spirituality within you, and you have so many different like uh, a microcosm, like a melting pot. You yes, are a melting pot absolutely. yourself yeah. between being a Cuban American, having Catholic descent, having Jewish roots being, you know, intuitive and spiritual, those are all things that are within you personally. And so I'm sure it must have been a breath of fresh air when you found out, oh, wait, you know what, this Kabbalah stuff that I'm familiar with, I, I, when you were talking about not only the Victorian stuff you mentioned, but you also mentioned the Kabbalah stuff, I, I felt past life, both of those for you. Completely. Which completely. You, know already. you already know. You, oh, you, my you, God. You yes. Completely. Life, completely. Right? You're yeah. aware of that. Yeah, that's a big Completely. Um, yeah, completely. There's, there are no mistakes. There are no mistakes. But yeah. when you – one of the things that – one of my guides told me, very young age, that not till I was at this age that I am now, in my 70s, would I, would I get to know what – all the things I wanted to know, because I wanted to know it yesterday. But I wasn't privy to mm-hmm. it. I didn't know. I just did it. I did it. I, I wrote poetry since I was in my tw- 15th. 15 to 24, I started writing, and then at, th- at 32, I started again. And that wow. beautiful, oh, my God, so pretty. No one, okay, fine. But when I started to write, I did not want to publish that because I had no idea what I was writing. That's how deep it was. I had to study wow. to find out what it was that I had written because I couldn't understand it. <laughs> I said, what the heck? Where did this come from? <laughs> So now, wow. as the time, the, the clock, uh, you know, the, the time kept, kept on, when I started to read Kabbalah, I'm here like, oh, my God, what I write is Kabbalah. Now, if that doesn't come from an old soul, I don't know what is. That's how I found out. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. You know but it, got, when it's supposed I'm, to come, not before. Because if I had had, if I, if I had had that knowledge or that knowing, not knowledge, knowing before, I would have taken it for granted. Let's be honest. I'm a space cadet. I, I have, I'm, I'm a Gemini, and I have four signs in a Gemini. So you go figure that <laughs> one out. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I love what you're sharing with us because your perspective is amazing. What do you think is your favorite part of being intuitive that you like the most? Helping people. All the tools that I use are geared to help others. And by the way, through them is that I'm healed because as I am speaking to somebody, as I am helping somebody, I'm helping myself without even knowing. And that's what you do. That's the, that's the beauty of the work we do because you come to understand at a deeper level where you're stuck, 
when you get you when you get a, a, a client, a person who calls you for a situation, and all of a sudden you can give them insights of how to resolve it, you have resolved oh, yeah. that issue in yourself, in your life, in your karma. There is one little thing that I use that I've used it for many, many, many years. And we as humans have this moment, this instant, many, many times in our lives. Something is happening to us, and we don't like it. Good. Okay. I'll tell you what you do with that. Instead of getting mad, instead of getting upset, instead of getting depressed, stand up and claim your divinity by saying to God, this I do not want for me or for anybody else. And it becomes null and void in that moment. Nobody has to go through it again. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how powerful it is. <laughs> that's, that's how, how powerful, powerful we are. That, that, yeah. that's, the, yeah. that's the power that we have. But something you don't like, good. Just remember, I don't want this for nobody. Clean it. Clean, clean the aura. Clean the aura of the world, our planet. We've given it so much pollution, we need to clear it. And that's how we can do it. We can oh, help yeah. it with it. Yeah. Who do, you, who do you consider to be the most important spiritual influence in your life and why? Uh, my father. Okay. Uh, my father was, in my opinion, he died when I was 14. In my opinion, he was a oh, very so wise soul. Yeah, very wise soul. Uh, there has not a day that has passed that I don't think of him or speak of him. Tell you what, in our family, he never met his grandchildren. He has never met his great-grandchildren. I am a great-grandmother, yet every every member of the family speaks of people. That's what we used to call them. Wow. He is in their mouth as often as, as ours, his his, his wow. children. He was an immense, immense power of light. Uh, I've had three dreams with him in the time that he's been gone, and each one I love was to show me what I was doing wrong. Visitation dreams, they're powerful. When they well, completely, they completely. Right? This is what you're I've doing. Had a few of them. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're beautiful, absolutely. A, a very, a, a very, uh, he would be laughing constantly. And one day I asked him, wow. why do you laugh? Just, I'd rather cry, laugh than cry. <laughs> Basically, I've got a problem, but I'm not going to surrender to it. Yeah. Think about that. That's a good philosophy right there. I yes, laugh I we're laughing. Most of us should do that more, right? Yeah. One, yeah. one day we were walking down the street, and there was a man. I was, what, eight years old, maybe? And there was a man talking to himself. And I stood there, and I looked at him, and I said, people, this man is crazy. He says, no, this man has a lot of problems. <laughs> 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 he was cut and dry. Cut and, you know, he would yeah. tell you exactly what he was thinking. No, meaning he, he saw himself in that man, you know, with five kids. Give me yeah. a break. Yeah. Our father took us out of Cuba, yeah, and shortly after he passed away. Right after you got here, United States. Yeah, we came. We came in '56. He came in '55. We came in '56. Our mother and uh, the the siblings. 
We came in 55, and a year and a half later, he was gone. And we've always said oh. he came, he, he, he brought us here so we didn't have to go through the, the Cuba ordeal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. But he's very much well, alive. He's with you every day. You know that. He, I was going to say, he's with oh, you every co- day. Constantly, constantly, And constantly. he's a source of your spirituality. He's a source of your talent. He's a source of your connection to the other side. Absolutely. Yes, he is. He is very his writing. My grandfather was a was a, a writer. His father, he was a writer. Okay. He was a poet. And uh, in to, in two thousand and six, I published his his poetry. Wow. I what kind yeah, of poetry? I published it. Yeah, yeah. Everlasting love. What? If you look it up, everlasting okay. love. That's what my father's poetry. Yeah. Wow. I did, we thought they were beautiful. Of course, our father had done it. But as a woman, when I read it, I go, this is a love story. His oh, yeah. poems were for my mother and for us, but it was a love story. Beautiful. Beautiful. What? What's, your, yep. what's the thing about yep. your dad, your father, that you connect with the most about him in memory or in spirit, I should say? Not memory, because time doesn't exist on the other side. They're always His alive kindness. Alive. His kindness. He's a very okay. kind man. Wow. He was a good listener. That's beautiful. Very, a good listener. He hurt you. I remember I, I was always in trouble. Always. I, if I said anything else, I would be like, <laughs> I was always in trouble. And one day he said to me, what do I have to do so you don't get into trouble? I said, talk to me. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> that, that day he said, study to be a lawyer. You'll never lose a case. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. His his hands were full with me. Trust me. Yep. So I had that. a mind, and I was going. You know, no, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think. I think everything that you shared today is is like a special gift, a special moment, Thank you. a special opportunity to really share your wealth of wisdom with our and knowledge and breadth of spirituality in your own way. I think any any anyone who comes on my show, I love to find out where they stand, what their viewpoints are, how they reflect back on their spiritual journey. And you've done all that with us tonight. And I thank you for your candidness and your cur- uh, courage coming on and, 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 and being you, authenticity and sharing <laughs> these things with me. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you very today. much for having you this know? podcast. This is wonderful. You're helping so many people and I really appreciate the work you do. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. I have so much respect for you, and I look forward to collaborating with you in the future and continuing to learn from you, be inspired from you, by you and your actions, and just want to thank you for for being you and putting your time in as a light worker all these years. Thank you. (laughs) God bless you. Have a wonderful evening, and thank you for your audience, for sharing me with your time with with your audience. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rena. I appreciate you. All right. Okay. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. I just want to thank Rena for coming on the show. And one of the things I'm doing, if you haven't noticed, we're putting a lot more episodes out there, but that's because I just feel like the universe is leading us in a certain direction. You put stuff like Podmatch out there, amazing publicists, and a lot of motivation and creativity. And, And I feel like my podcast is just, something I really enjoy doing on my free time. Rena to me is somebody I wanted to bring on the show to share with you spirituality for me on a personal level. And what I mean by that is we all talk spirituality all the time. 
there's so many things about spirituality. It's like big umbrella term for so many different aspects of our lives. And publicly, you always hear us talk spiritual stuff on the show, meaning other people who come on the show, they're an author, they're a thought leader, a change maker, whatever it is. Rena is somebody I have a personal dynamic with as a client to a psychic and another fellow psychic to a fellow psychic. And one of the things I really wanted to have her come on and talk about today were the things she discussed with us. And I love having people who have lived a principled life, people who have accomplished a lot of things in their life. They've been through tribulations, they've been through setbacks, and they've got the insight. And that's what I think we got tonight is a amazing hour of insight from an amazing person who I have a deep respect for. And I just want to thank Rena for coming on the show. If anyone wants to reach out to her, her phone number is 407-898-0975. And her email address is R-I-N-A-G-L-E-Z at yahoo.com. Check out Rena. Thank you for listening to this episode. Just like Rena, I'm sure there's someone in your life who's an unsung hero who doesn't get a lot of attention or doesn't try to get fame, but they do an amazing job at helping people, giving them calm, peace, and healing energy. And I wanted to have Rena come on to to pay tribute to those people, those type of people in our lives, the unsung heroes, the spiritual people who beat to their own drum, but they have a massive impact on everything in our lives. It's like ripples in the water. So thanks for tuning into this episode and supporting the show. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones, and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers, and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Electric.
Futurecast. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.